Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Praying Through the Bible podcast, where we study every prayer in the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation. Summary of the Prayers in 2 Samuel As I've noted before, 1st and 2nd Samuel and 1st and 2nd Kings are one continuous narrative that have been divided into four books. This four-volume story relates certain events of Israel's history from the conquest of Canaan to the Babylonian exile. Part of the story is the transition from judges to prophets to kings. 2nd Samuel relates the events from the reign of the second king, David. David offers many of the prayers in 2nd Samuel. David offers many of the prayers in 2 Samuel, many which seek God's will in important decisions, others during times of betrayal and crisis, and some during times of David's own sins and failures. When King Saul and his son are killed, David seeks God's guidance in how he should proceed. We learn that prayers can be both formal and informal in petitions. David also sought guidance when he was attempting to capture Jerusalem to make it the capital city of Israel. Later, when he was forced to flee his own city, and many friends and family had betrayed him, he turned to God for help once more. After most of the crises with enemies are won, a lengthy famine comes upon the land, and David asks God why he has allowed it. David also offers a number of blessings, as he did upon the people who gave Saul a proper burial, even though he could have upset some of his own followers. This prayer raises the question of whether our own prayers might sometimes be self-serving. A woman offers another brief blessing upon David. She's part of the plan to help him see his failure to deal with the rape of Tamar. Is it permissible to use a prayer to manipulate someone into doing the right thing? A prayer vow by Absalom may also show this problem. He uses the excuse of fulfilling a vow to leave the palace and foment a rebellion against his father the king. Another blessing, offered upon God by a messenger to David, speaks a word of truth about rebellious when David is only concerned about his own pain. Can we use prayer as bold speech to speak truth into a difficult situation? There are cursed prayers in 2 Samuel 2. David's errant son, Abner, pronounced a cursed prayer upon himself, should he not follow through with his selfish plan. This demonstrates the importance of our prayers and our actions being genuine. David pronounces three curses during the time after Abner's defeat. The first was upon Joab for killing Abner when David had told him not to. Though Joab acted against the king's wishes, the curse flows from David's own personal feelings and not for the good of the nation. A second curse prayer is by David upon himself if he does not keep a vow he made, and a third is upon anyone who might act improperly or badly towards the kingdom. In all of these, we learn that while curse prayers are a part of our prayer arsenal, There is a great danger, and they can be self-serving and even against the will of God. David offers two lengthy prayers of praise that show his love for God, his humility, and his desire to honor God in all things, though he sometimes fails in the latter. The first is an example of how different types of prayers can be interwoven. Praise to thanksgiving to petition and back to praise. The second praise prayer comes after David has finally defeated all foreign and domestic threats and unified the nation. It is a soaring psalm of praise and an excellent example of how to offer prayers of pure praise.
Finally, the last prayer in Second Samuel is a confession by David. The story begins with a blessing by Joab upon the king, but he also questions why David wants a census taken. And David soon realizes that he had focused on his own victories and strengths and less on God's role. His prayer of confession, our excellent model for our own confession of our sins. In addition to these things we have learned about prayer, there are two larger lessons. The first is the importance of seeking God in all things. We may fail sometimes, we may be self-serving, but seeking Him in prayer will keep us on the right path over our entire lifetime, just as it did for David. Second, we see that prayers can be selfish. It may be difficult for us to discern this in ourselves. After all, we are praying. I'm being spiritual. Yet Second Samuel shows us that no one is free from this temptation, whether it be the man after God's own heart or selfish and evil people. Such a problem with prayer is subtle, and it shows our need for spiritual friends who will speak frankly with us, just as Joab and others spoke boldly to the king when he needed to hear a difficult truth about himself. Like many of the books we have studied, Second Samuel offers a rich variety of prayers set in quite human stories of triumph and failure, victory and loss, betrayal and faithfulness. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. For more studies on prayer, including our books, visit prayingthroughthebible.com. That's through, T-H-R-U, thebible.com. You can also support the PTTB project and get free access to all of our studies on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash prayingthroughthebible. Thank you for listening. See the notes accompanying this podcast for more information. Learn more about the Praying Through the Bible Project on our website, prayingthroughthebible.com. That's T-H-R-U. If you are a subscriber, thank you. If not, please consider becoming one. Feel free to get in touch through the comments or on our website. Until next time, blessings on all of you.